uh, uh, uh. I can't do it like Craig. <laughs> Barbara College Success, uh, your host, Am I Fields, co host, our co host, uh, Jordan Barr. Jordan Barr, Jordan, sorry. Jordan Barr underscore 52 on Instagram. Yes, sir. We're here without, a, without the, our, our fearless leader, Craig Charles. He's here, he's here with us in spirit, of course. A happy anniversary to him. He's in an anniversary with his wife. Uh, how you doing today, Jordan? What's going on? Man, I've just been chilling today. Just how, got out of bed and played some Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> yeah. Well, you played the game, Dragon yeah, Ball Z? Yeah. Xenoverse 2, man. I, okay. I, I never got into the games, man. I love the show. I never got into the games. You got you to play the games, too. How's your barber life going? My barber life? Yeah. What's your barber journey like right now? What are you feeling? Um, it's going Honestly, it's going great, man. It really is. Um, I've had fun these past seven months. Uh, I really been diving in more into my the content creating obviously been i've been trying to get more consistent posting content on instagram and stuff like that which i think is going really well actually what is what is what is your when you're creating content what is the objective to your content what are you trying to do are you trying to get more followers you trying to get in with a brand you trying to become an educator what's your, I what's want, your goal i want to I, initially yeah right now i want to gain my followers get my followers up and i want to just test out different ways of making content and trying to set myself apart be different i don't want to make the same it's kind of hard to be different like it is right now right now because there's so many people doing the same stuff and it's it's just so hard to think of something new so it's like i don't know i'm just i'm just doing me man whatever i feel whatever i feel like is dope whatever i got on my mind like this next video it's gonna be like a i don't know if you've seen that video of the do with a control in his hand. That's fire. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do that one. Okay, that sounds like it'd be pretty dope. I like that. So, so like when you when you think about your barbering in the future, like where are you wanting this to take you? What is what is the goal? Like, do you have any goals or aspirations yet, or are you just cutting hair right now? What's happening? Goal. Mm, I got short term goals. Like, um, this my first goal was eventually, obviously, to get in the shop. Okay. And then I want to become. This might sound like a little selfish, but I want to be the best barber in my town. That's not selfish. No, but a lot of people might think that's like he's a little, he being a little selfish. Why would you not want to be the best? Why who who goes out and does anything to be second best? Who you're right, you're who right. who wants to be who wants to be? I want to be the second best. Nobody does that. <laughs> Nobody wants to be the second I know, best. I just don't want to like people like that. He's just like I don't know. I was thinking about this the other day. I was watching. I remember the Olympics. Um, this past Olympics, they had the the hundred meter race. And uh, you know Hussein Bolt then running it. Yeah. Tyson Gay was always second place to Hussein Bolt, and his times were phenomenal. If Tyson, if Tyson Gay would have ran in this, he would have been in first place easy. But unfortunately, he, he, he can't. He's too old now. But unf- he ran at a time with the greatest runner of all oh, time, yeah. and he had to be second place to the greatest runner of all time. That but would if, suck. but any other time, he would be the probably the fastest in the world. Isn't that wild? That's wild. So. Um, w- w- Let's talk about let's talk about coming from school, finding a shop. I think that's one thing that we don't talk about enough. Um, there is a transition period from where you're like super happy to graduate. You feel like the world is your oyster, and it's like, oh, I gotta find a shop to go into. So, how, talk to me how about how you got into a shop. Uh, it's really the vibe. I, that's the that's the one thing I go into. Like when I go to a barber shop, you know, usually when you walk into a shop, you can just feel the vibe instantly. So, did you go to multiple shops before you decided? I, I went to about two or three. So, and then, I mean, I've been to obviously ones I've got my haircut at before and growing up, um, I kind of wanted to go to Craig's shop cause I, that was where I went to go get my haircut. But after I thought about it, I was like, yeah, I kind of want to stay in my hometown. So I figured I'd look around and I knew Jonathan for a couple of years cause he came in high school too. And, uh, he was one of the reasons, one of the main reasons to, he really persuaded me into becoming a barber. 
So I figured I'll go talk to him. He really, he was the one that really reached out to me first because mm-hmm. he could tell. He said he liked my drive. He liked the that my haircuts look good. He could tell that I was really into it. And um, he's all right. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's, <laughs> he's <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> he's good, but uh, yeah, man, it's just really the vibe, and you know, we just want to see. Obviously, you want to see what the walker walk-in rate is, um, how much he charges for booth, or if he does commission. Um, yeah, just like if it has like certain things that you wanted. Let's like say if you want to do color, or ask him if you want to do color and stuff like that, or if you want to do perms and. If you allow that, or if you see if they have like a shampoo bowl, all that type of stuff, like all the, anything that you want to go into, that you want to like be specific in, like say if you want to be like a hair coloring, crazy fade artist or something like that, you gotta kind of like fit into a shop that would kind of let you do that. Yeah, that, you know that's it, well, going back to one thing you said was staying in your hometown. I think that's one thing that's taken for granted. Like some people feel like if you stay where you're in the same town that you're at, you failed. If you don't leave and move to the big city, then you haven't really accomplished anything. That's kind of the, that was kind of the thing I was thinking too, because I wanted to move to a different area. But that's not, at the same time, yeah, it's not like a. What's wrong with building where you're at? And it's, and I would say it's probably easier to build where you're at because you have a relationship with people. People know you, you have a reputation, unless you have a bad reputation, they probably want to move. You probably want to move. Yeah. (laughs) What's wrong with building where you're at? And and so you stayed in Bristol. Yeah. And And how's it going? It was just, going great. I mean, it was the best decision I ever could have made. But, I guess the big, like, moving to a bigger city part is more about connections because there's obviously more people. But since we're, I'm in a, a small town, it's kind of hard to meet, you know, certain people that might get you to where I really want to be in certain things. Like, um, like obviously in California, you might run into somebody that knows, like, some famous dude and get hooked up with. That's why a lot of people get hooked up with the famous the famous rappers with their haircuts and stuff like that. There's famous people outside of California. Though. You're right, but still. But and they know me too many people that's gonna be coming through Bristol. We know Craig Charles. That's yeah, that's right. Famous. We do know Craig Charles. Yeah, so Bristol, Virginia, right now, uh, Bristol, Virginia, and Bristol, Tennessee just re- just recently got a casino, uh, the first casino in Virginia, and it is probably going to explode where we live. Yeah, it is in and, about four or five years. I say. Yeah, and we're in Johnson City right now, and that's probably about um, probably about forty five minutes from Bristol and. It they're I mean they're feeling it here. Of course, Tennessee right now, Tennessee and Florida and Texas are some of the big states that people are moving to, and Johnson City is one of them. Uh, as Craig would say, uh, the and the love the Johnson City way, the <laughs> Crown Cuts way, Crown Cuts way. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> we can shout them out while we're here. Uh, shout out to Colossal Brands, uh, the sponsor Maypop Media. Also, shout out Mitch. You know what I'm talking about. So yeah, man. Um, it's the the barber journey, man. It's it's you don't want to look at anybody else's journey because you'll take away from your journey. Yeah, I've had to learn that a lot because, uh, especially when I got in, I was like, "Dang, man, I gotta, I gotta get faster." Because I was seeing everybody else in there popping them out thirty minutes, thirty five, and I was still taking an hour, hour and a half, and I still do honestly. I still take about an hour, but I've definitely gotten like I've cutting down like certain things that I don't need to do like during haircuts, like um, unnecessary things, like uh, playing a Madden game in between. <laughs> not even that. It's just, like certain, like I might do something. Like keeping a routine with your fades, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Develop a routine. It kind of cuts down on your time too. But I still obviously still take my time because it, it makes me feel comfortable. So besides time, well, I'm the same way. I'm quality over quantity yeah, all day. I don't care how long it takes me to get a haircut. You're going to get a good haircut and yeah. leave. And and you're, you're going to be in, even if I, you know, even if I take time over my allotted appointment because the next person knows they knows you're going to get the same. They're exactly, the same they're going to leave with the same quality work yeah. whether it takes me 30 minutes or an hour or however long. I'm gonna get it done. That's the reason why I love my clients so much because they they know. And they respect that I take my time. Most people, you know, 
They'll be like, dang, man, this dude takes freaking forever. I ain't going to come back to him. I mean, it just but, depends on what you want in a barber. Yeah. You know, that's the thing about it. Like, you don't worry about what other barbers doing. Worry about how you want to run your business. How do you want How do you want your business to be run? Do you want to be, you know, if you want to be the kind of guy that busts out a head every 15 minutes, I mean, there's a market for that. You can do that. I'm not that guy. I feel like I'm in a factory. If I'm doing yeah, it makes 20, you feel like a real job. Yeah, 20 yeah, plus like haircuts that. a day, I'm more, that's, that's work. You know what I'm saying? I do at most. I think the most I've ever done in a day is 10. 10? That's that's solid. Yeah, I right now, I, I do about 15 clients a day, and I'm comfortable with that. I don't think I want any more. Yeah. Because it's a hamster wheel. You can only you can only cut so much hair. You can only I mean, you, can, you can always charge more. You can add more services, but eventually you get to a spot to where that's it's not go too high. Yeah. I mean, just in, that's what I'm saying. It's developed in person, like uh, on your area, the area that you're in. What do you mean, like prices? Yeah. I don't know about that, man. I feel like if you build it, they will come. If you're if you're given a quality service, a quality experience, no matter because I'm in a small town, right? I'm in Marion, Virginia. Shout out Marion, Virginia, right? Small town. The average price for a haircut when I started was probably $10, right? I charge 30 now. And where I live, that's crazy. Some of y'all listening, probably, like, you know, down the street, they charge $60 haircut. You know, where I'm at, charge 30 that's the, I'm the only one charging 30 anywhere close to 30 And um, if it wasn't for Jordan, I probably wouldn't be there. Yeah, yeah I was just saying, he should have <laughs> been charged 30 maybe two years ago. <laughs> but I'm, I'm glad he actually went up on his price. Well, I appreciate that. And honestly, I feel like I should make $60 a haircut. But – you know, realistically, where I'm at, I like what I'm charging. And I'm not trying to kill people just yet because I want everybody to come to me. And I like the clients that I have. But one day, you know, it could change. So in the next three years, where do you see yourself in barbering? Where do you see barbering at as a whole? Mm. Next three years, I couldn't. See, I probably wouldn't see barbering changing that much in the next three years. Obviously, there's going to be more equipment coming out and stuff like that. But uh, obviously, prices is going to keep going up. You think right? so? Yeah. I, barber prices always going to be going up, but I seen on the map thing that barber prices and the average price in Tennessee is sixty five dollars. The average price that can't be right. I said like, I can't be right. Can't be right. <laughs> I was like, what? But uh, yeah, I mean, for myself, my next three years, I hope at least. I mean, I'm probably gonna get some more clients, obviously, and then I want to take some more classes and um, trying to just get better at my at my uh, my craft. I mean, I'm just letting taking things slow. Know, doing what I got to do to be the best. One day at a time, right? Yeah. So what are some of the things that you think you can improve on right now as far as barbering? Mm. Obviously communication with my with my clients. I we, think I need to look at it. We definitely talked about yeah. that. Um, maybe maybe get my time a little bit a little bit quicker. I mean, I'm, I'm really comfortable where I'm at right now, but obviously I still need to work on a little bit. Um, I do need to take some more share classes. That's That has to be something that I got to do. You still not comfortable with share work? I'm, I'm comfortable, but it's not – like there's certain haircuts that I still can't achieve because I feel like I don't know certain stuff, like like the shape or doing a block graduation or a cross graduation, or like cross graduation especially. I tried doing it and I still didn't like. I'm like how to free do you? <laughs> you look like, at your hand like yeah. Ricky Bobby. I'm like you don't know what to do with your hands. And yeah, I'm so I'm trying to I try to ask Ryan sometimes. I'll message him. I'm like man, can I come like watch you do some cross graduation? Who is that? You mentioned oh Ryan. Uh, yeah, comment people. Yeah, shout out Ryan. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a nice dude, man. He, I'm, I really appreciate him. Ryan White. But um, yeah, I'm gonna come probably try to go out and see him and uh, watch him do some haircuts on certain stuff for sure. Is that is that what you? Well, that's another thing, guys. If you if there's if there's a barber that you admire. Like work that's local or close to you, ask to go. Ask to go check them out. Go go in there and, and watch them cut. You know, then you really get a vibe of the shop. See if you like the shop. If there's, you know, for me personally, I was so ignorant to barbering before I got it because it like this industry really exploded when I was in barbering. You know, like when I was doing my apprenticeship, it wasn't 
the Vic the Vic blends hadn't really got there yet. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It wasn't there was nobody really holding. Yet Ivan Zoot holding it down for us for a while. <laughs> shout out shout out Ivan Zoot. You know you say what you want to say, but the dude was you know a pillar in the in the community. You know as far as cutting hair and you know, until recently, like you said, it's kind of oversaturated right now. It seems like people are doing the same thing. So you really got to think about what's going to set you apart. What what interests you? What makes you different from everybody else? Everybody else, and it's, and and it might not necessarily be the haircutting. Go ahead and get the haircut out the way. Don't even think about haircutting because because at the end of the day, a haircut's a haircut. Yeah, and there's always going to be somebody that's you don't think that's better than you. Yeah, I mean, you could be the dopest barber in the world, and yeah. there's going to be somebody they're going you're going to cut their hair, and they're going to be like, oh, I'm feeling this. So like you know, Rick down the street, he's like yeah. ten bucks, he killed it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so what what about barbering sets you apart besides the haircut? Is it the experience you give? Is it you you know helping? build your clients up always like for me i'm all the time telling my client like i'm trying to if you leave there you leave with a confident boost not just from the haircut but just maybe you got something going on in your life an area in your life that you're having difficulty with or maybe you got a job interview coming up i'm always going to gas you up i'm in your corner like i i'm invested in my client more so than just their hair i want to see them succeed at life and i like to think that i'm there i'm i'm there to be their little cheerleader you know if you you be the you know had a worst day ever you know even your girl told you you, you know you look whack or whatever you know <laughs> you never tough. know and you come in I'm like bro man I got you you gonna make your haircut look fly this haircut's the best haircut you got you got this job blah 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 and I'm always trying to encourage my my clients to be the best they can be you know and and I and I want to see them succeed if who would want you know some of y'all there's some barbers out there that they sit down in a chair you got your headphones in you don't say a word to them all right next what kind of fulfillment do you get out of that like I for me like seeing my clients get a haircut and then go get that job they wanted that to me that's everything or they get a haircut and they go propose and their their fiance says yes you know like to me i get excited about those things and i feel like i'm i'm invested in their lives when i do it yeah that's uh um speaking of that uh i actually cut one of my friends right before he had an interview he didn't tell me though Mm -hmm. and uh he said i just need a haircut man he said i i haven't come in for like two or three weeks and i was like yeah i got you and i cut him i hook him up Dude came back. He was like, "Yeah, bro, I finally I got that job at uh, at the at the casino." I was like, "Oh, that's dope, bro." Yeah. He said, yeah. "He said I came in with my suit on, and I had a nice cut, and they said all oh, day they automatically hired me on the spot." Okay, I was like, "Man, that's dope. I'm happy for you for real." I keep a exactly. tally mark. I'm four yeah. for four on job interviews. <laughs> if you want, if you got a job that you're trying to so get, you come to come to me. Yeah, let me cut your <laughs> hair, and you will get that job. Yeah, that made me feel good. I, I really do. Uh, I like making people have making people helping people out, making them feel good about themselves. Let's let's talk about um, giving back to community. Have you have you done any community events where you've cut? No, hair? I do. I want to do some. I to see. I've seen like the back to school jobs that they had down mm-hmm. here. I actually wanted to do some of them, but I didn't know anything about them. Okay, I would have definitely done them, but um, uh, we don't have. I'm not gonna sit here and say we don't have anybody to do it because I can do it. But yeah, I, why don't you do it, Jordan? I don't know. I just didn't do it. Why I need to do it. it. I need to do you it. You could do it. I knew. Uh, yeah, you're right. I need to do it. <laughs> but I don't know where to start. You you it's said, just, hey, let's. I mean, I got approached the other day by a woman, and she messaged me, and she said, hey, we're doing like a community day. We'd like for you to come cut hair. No problem. I feel like one of the coolest things that I've heard when me and Craig went to Boston, um, he took us to the shop, Mister Steele's shop. And his son said that he's given over like $20,000 in scholarship money. And it's not, you know, to what seems like to people like he's just coming out of his own pocket. Think about what you're giving back. 
And being being able to give back, it's something, especially with a haircut, because as a barber, to be able to give somebody something is a big deal. And some people get uncomfortable for it. Like, if you give somebody a haircut, like, hey, man, this haircut's on me. I've given free haircuts away. Have you given free haircuts away? Yeah, I and I think that's one thing we don't talk about in the barber community. A lot of barbers give free haircuts away. They won't admit it. You know, the ego thing is, oh, yeah, man, you know, I charge 60 a cut. You know, I don't ever let somebody slide. Oh, you ever give? Free haircut? Well, you know what I'm saying. Every once in a while. You know, they, <laughs> like, uh, they act like, you know, you're wrong for that. I don't yeah. think you're wrong for that. And especially like, you know, everybody's situation, we all got bills to pay. Yeah. We got bills to pay. We got families to take care of. But so do they. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. We can ble- we are an opportunity to bless people. You know what I'm saying? And and sometimes that free haircut is can, can mean a lot more to somebody than just just $20, $30, whatever. You know, giving giving away and giving back to your community or to the, your clients is really helpful. One thing I did the other day uh, for my clients, which I've been cutting for about, I guess, four years now, is like I had a giveaway on my Instagram. It's so easy. It's the easiest thing you could do, and it's good promotion. Hey, I'm doing a giveaway. All you got to do is I had a barbershop. We had just came up with a little advertisement for the barbershop. I said, if you share this advertisement and you're one of my clients, you enter in a chance to get a free haircut or a free haircut and beard trim. And I had, I, I sell products. So I sold like uh, three products. So there's three options there. You can get the beard, haircut, free haircut and uh, products. And I just, I gave it away, you know, and it, and it, it was just one haircut, you know, it cost me a little bit of money, but I had probably 20 people share that, share that post. They shared it to get a free haircut, 20 people. And that promotes the shop that promotes me, that promotes barbering. And at the same time you're giving back. So like, Find ways to give back. Find ways to to give back to your community. You know, and a lot of times you could build clients from that. You can get clients from giving back. But at the same time, you are doing something good. Don't do it to get to, to think you're getting something out of it. Though. Yeah. You know, I, like don't do something to say, oh, these people see me doing this, or you know, like the I'm 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 going to get such. As, you, you don't do it to get anything back from it, but I, I guarantee you will be blessed if you do something like that. It's, it always comes back around. That's why I always I'm always treat everybody equal and nice, you know, because eventually it's always going to come back to you. But um, I um uh, like when I do like like today I'm actually going to do two haircuts. Um, a lot of people say that I don't charge enough for my off day cuts, but I still charge my regular price for my off day cuts because I just. That's like doing it, and I know they don't. They're not gonna pay six five dollars. Some of them might, some of them might not. But I feel like I just enjoy what I'm doing. I like giving the people what they want. And you just, I just me. But sometimes I feel like that might be. I just gonna have to be a certain time. I have to cut that off though too. I well, I, I mean, yeah. Well, it'll it'll. I mean, your it's your business, and you run yeah. it how you want. You know, and and there you should charge more for your day off. Just like uh, if you work overtime at a job. You get time and a half, or you get double time. That's how I look at it. I mean, I don't look at it any other way. It's like yeah. if you if you was to be working an extra hour at work on your day off, you get double time for it. Period. You know. So no, but there's nothing wrong. Like you said, you know, you want to, and I and I really feel like I do my best work on an off day because I can come in, I can come in and do a haircut and take my time. I don't have to worry about going nowhere. I'm just happy to do it because it's usually somebody on your off day that you want to cut, yeah. that you enjoy cutting. And that's the best time to make content, I think, in my opinion. Yeah, so you could chill and you're both being there just talking, having a good time. Yeah, you can make a vibe. Put yeah. the music on, you know, and just and just vibe, man. You don't have to rush. And, you know, they, they know they're chilling. It's your off day. And you can, you know, stop and record, make a, make a you know, make a uh, 
a reel or whatever. We about to make a reel with Mitch. Shout out to yeah, Mitch that's again. Gonna be, that's about to be dope. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and shout out yeah. uh, Crown Cuts Academy Bristol, Crown Cuts Academy Johnson City, and Crown Cut Craig's Crown Cuts of Johnson City. Uh, since he's not here, you know what I'm saying. Uh, shout out again to Craig. I hope he's having a good time on his anniversary. What was? Where would he go to his anniversary? You know, I, I didn't even ask. I forgot. To, by the time I thought about asking, I knew he was already gone, so I hadn't even messaged him. Oh, okay. Just let I'm him sure enjoy some nice. Yeah, I'm sure. I me. Mean, no. Oh, yeah. I do know. He went to Charleston. Charleston, South Carolina. Oh, okay. Charleston's fire. It's hot. You ever been to Charleston? No. It's I ain't hot. never been anywhere. That's never? Why, no. You said I, I ain't been, been anywhere. I went a lot. I went to Myrtle Beach, but that was when I was five years old. That's why I'm so excited to go to California in October. Do you have like a dream scenario of a haircut? Like like for me, I imagine myself being on a, in a balcony of some resort doing a haircut during sunset. I've always wanted to cut somebody on the beach. On a beach? Or it's on a, a cruise. It's windy on the beach. On a cruise? Yeah. I don't know why. You should, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. For me personally, like whenever I go on vacation, I always take my clippers because I feel like you just never know. Like you might have a moment of inspiration, meet some stranger. Hey, bro. Because like I know for a fact, I went to uh, I went to um, the Outer Banks, right? And uh, I was like looking for somebody to do a hair, and I want to do a haircut on somebody. And there was this one dude, uh, he was a brother there, and he he's like, man, I got to go. It's on an island. So he's like, I got to travel like three hours to get my hair cut. And I'm like, man, I'm going to bless you. Let Dang, me cut that your... sucks. <laughs> Dude, that yeah. sucks. But real. he, he uh, you know, I never really got to cut his hair but because it kind of fell through. But I'm always looking for an opportunity of inspiration or something cool. So, like, you know, if, you, if you're a barber out there, you go on vacation, take your clippers with you. I know it might feel like you're taking work with you. But if you're as passionate as I am about it, it's not work. You know, you go on vacation, you can find a way to market that and record a reel or do a cool haircut or <laughs> network. So that's one thing I always do. Is I might do that. I'm a, that sounds dope. Are you not taking your Clippers to California with you? No, I'm, I am now. <laughs> <laughs> I am But now. you didn't plan on it? No, I wasn't planning on it. But one of my the, my friend, that was Tony. You know Tony? Yeah. Yeah, he's going with me to California to go to the Barber Expo. Tony Holmes? Yeah. Oh, I shouldn't have said his government name. <laughs> Shout out Tony. <laughs> but uh, he was like, yeah, bro, bring your Clippers, bro. He said, you might never know. You know, you could see somebody down there that you want to cut. You know what I'm saying? Tony so said like, that? Yeah. Tony's smart, man. Yeah, I was like, yeah, bro. I said, yeah, that's a good idea. He's an entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah, he definitely is. And he's get back to barber school, though. Yeah, he, he uh, broke his hand. Say that's the reason why he was out. You don't need hands. We'll figure something out. We strive it to his arm. Because I was, I was getting on him. I was like, "Bro, you need to go back." He's like, "Yeah, bro, I know. I need to go back." We strive it to his cast. Yeah, I, was like, I got you. But uh, yeah, he says he's coming back after uh, he had to take a leave, but he's coming back. Are you going to California for a hair show? Is that yeah. what you? What, what's the hair show? The Barbican L.A. Do you? Is it an annual thing? They do it every, like once every a year. year. Yeah. Okay. Once every year. You can check that out. Yeah, it's pretty tough. I'm gonna try, next year, I'm going to try to go to all of them. Try to go to New York. There's one in New York, uh, Cali. Is there a certain company, Bronner's Brothers, or what do you, Babbitt, what, do you, what company you I think to? it's Babbitt. mostly Babbitt. So I know that Stay Gold's going to be there. And um, Stacy? Yeah. Or Sophie. Sophie. Sophie's her name. Sophie. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, probably Vic Blends probably be there too, but I'm not 100% sure. But and I, I, t- I paid $135 for the VIP class tickets. So I'm going to take all the classes there. What is the VIP? Oh, so you get to go to all the classes? All the classes. Yeah, if you're listening, man, if you get a chance to go, well, you need to make time to go to a hair show yes for sure especially a, if they have classes because it's it gives you so much in more inspiration because when i went to the one to i went to the one in knoxville man <laughs> i thought i was on top of the world in bristol and i got there and i was like oh snap like i ain't even close like it just it re-rakes you up it gives you more motivation and just like and it, it shows you how great this industry really is like it yeah makes you appreciate it so much more i remember my first one i went to a cosmoprof one which really isn't focused on barbering it's cosmetology really yeah really yeah. but it ended up it was vic blends there uh patty cuts patty cuts was there patty cuts was there i didn't oh. know who he was i was i felt ignorant and then david connor 
And, man, these guys were amazing. And I remember I was in the lobby. We stayed in the same hotel as Vic. I ran to him a couple times, but we were in the lobby. And he cut David Connors' hair in a hotel room. And that is the the I haven't seen a low fade as fire as this low fade. Like I couldn't help but stare at it. Like it was the most, the craziest haircut I've seen to this day. Like I've never seen a fade this fire. But this man, I mean, he put hair and it made me feel at first I felt kind of like um not to compare myself to somebody, but I feel like, man, I, I got so much farther to go. Yeah. But that's a good feeling, too, because if, if you look at it in a positive light, it's like, man, I can really, I can get there. I can do it. I can be better. I need Don't to die on yourself. Don't try to compare yourself, but use it as motivation. Exactly. Like, yeah. you can always get better. Because I, I like, I like I used to do it all the time. Bro. I used to compare myself all the time. I used to compare myself to Emma all the time. What I, like so, I ain't no good. What you compare you crazy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to look at you surpassed like, me. Every time he posted something, I was like, man. I was like, damn. You surpassed like, me. Your reels are on point. I, like, I can't get my hands like that. Like, but I, was like, I knew eventually. I was like, I just got to keep on working, bro. You get there eventually. I got a question. How do you measure your growth on social media? Do you just... You look at like how many views your reels get. How's that work? You measure my growth. Yeah, like as far as like how my haircuts look, or like, or it, just like as. Do in, you, are you actively trying to grow your social media, or is it just a product of you trying to grow your skill and both. putting out contact? It's kind of both. Okay, yeah, so, so so how do you measure that? I basically I go off off my views. Mm. That's what I, I, the likes. I like obviously I like people to like it because obviously the more people that means if you like it they like it. Mm-hmm. But I literally look at my views. Um, the views kind of just get your get your stuff out farther like obviously it's gonna be more spread out a lot more people gonna know about you so i want people really to look i want people to look at my haircuts and like wow that's that's a great haircut i just figured out the other day how to see how many views i've had really yeah like but you've been you've been getting a lot yeah, I had one thirteen k. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, how do you get? I didn't <laughs> um, even realize it. It. Is, it just keeps going. It wasn't even my favorite video. I was just like, yeah, it's the one you least tried on. Yeah, I swear it was. Yeah, I swear it was. It usually is. You know, and it, what made me sick was when I did my scissors. You know, when dudes on the videos they do the scissor work, yeah. they just open it all the way up and close it with their because th- you're not supposed to move your, your, the bottom part of your scissors. Yeah, so they usually open it up just to kind of flex, and I just barely open mine, and I was like, oh, that's terrible. <laughs> And I didn't even show, <laughs> I didn't even show the end haircut. Like I just yeah, showed. it's just it's just you doing. Uh, it was the one where you was, you was doing black graduation. Or something. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. So you so that's the one that blew up. And I didn't really like like. And my friend in the video, he never gets haircuts. Like almost never. So it was like, wow, this is the one I got views yeah, on. Yeah, that's is, how you. Is, is your most popular one like the one that you dislike the most, or how's that work? Yeah, it is. Really? It is, well, it was one that, that I didn't take that much time to do. Like I didn't go in depth. Like some of my other videos, because mm-hmm. I some of my other videos takes me like thirty minutes to even edit the video, because I have to link up the pictures with the song, yeah, or you have to pick the right song. That's the probably the most important thing. Oh man, that takes with forever. any freaking or any time of uh like real, you have to have the right song with the haircut. If it doesn't suit the haircut, then you're probably not gonna get a lot of views. As is as is how Instagram. Dude, I have spent three hours making for a program, like yeah, and 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 my wife was pissed at me like i'm sitting there like listen and then you you using the same song over again so you just keep hearing the same part of the clip i did that for like three yeah. hours and she got so mad said, it has to be perfect man yeah it has to feel it you have to feel the vibe of the haircut that's what i'll say with um icy esco yeah icy esco's he's fire his freaking content is amazing i didn't get him on a podcast man he said he wanted to come uh he wanted to come to the school and teach a class i need need to bring him up yeah, there and watch he, he's a cool dude man i'm in down there at the, the, at the hair show. yeah you see i thought that was cisco's friend and i was talking trash to him Cause I was like, yeah, Cisco about to cook you. That I didn't even know that guy was. Cisco didn't even know he was. <laughs> he was. He told me the wrong. Like I thought it was yeah. Cisco's homie, but yeah. it wasn't. And I'm like talking trash. Cisco's to him. dude was the dude that was beside me when I was doing the student uh, competition. Yeah, I didn't know that. And he was over there. He was. He was. He was good too. Yeah, he was yeah, nice. He was fast. I was like, dang, he's fast. But uh, yeah, nice Cisco. He has some nice content. So, so tell me about the the competition. Are you competing when you go to LA? Is that a thing? 
Mm. Did you they try? don't have they don't have a competition. They don't have a, a competition. No. Uh, but I would have. I definitely would have. I would have been frightened, but I would have. <laughs> let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about going to the competition. Like, did you enter yourself? Because you did the Knoxville one. Yeah. And that one, that's a pretty, that's a good size hair show. It's yeah. not, you know, it's not CTA Expo, but it's a good size. It, one. Yeah. It was, um, it was still very hard. Like my heart was racing the whole time. I and you shaking. were a student at the time. You were yeah. still in school. Yeah. I was still in school and I was shaking like a mug, bro. I cut my, my clients, my models hat, my cut his ear. Kobe. I was shaking so much. Did he say anything? Yeah. yeah. I was like, you feel that? He's a heck yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, my bad. <laughs> but I, I enjoyed it though. I'm glad I did it. I really am glad I did it because now that I know what it feels like, I did three more after that. Yeah. So, I mean, it was really cool because they had you on the, they put you on the big screen. The they big like screen. zoomed in it was on like you. a freaking music video. And it was crazy. What is something you learned about competitions there that you didn't understand about it before you got there? Um, doing the easiest thing isn't the best thing. Elaborate. Like, um, they gave you forty five minutes to do a haircut. I chose the high taper, mm-hmm. and everybody else was doing regular fades, mid fades, and doing designs. I just had a hot taper. Well, you can, <laughs> you like, can do a hot taper, but it I has mean, to be a I mean, flawless. Yeah, like a flawless hot yeah. taper with you have to do the top, like some type of texturizing or something. You did it into some weight, too, I which did, is difficult. Yeah, it's kind of hard, but it was just, I mean, it, I'm not res- like regretting that I did it, but I, if, I, if I had to do it again, I would do a different haircut. Well, what do you think that you need to, I, for me, from from watching competitions, I feel like you have to have certain elements of competition. Like you have to have, first of all, you have a clean fade. Yeah. Whether it's a long fade or just a taper, it has to be clean. You almost have to do a design. It's uh, like a, that's like a necessity, yeah, I you, feel like. You have to do design, and you know, that, which there's different kinds of competitions. If we're talking about an all-around, though, you need to be able to do everything. You need to show a little bit of, and if you even have like color spray or something. like Something to add some type of flavor to your haircut, like you, something to make it pop, something stand out. Well, my suggestion is if you have a client, like you should probably get them, have their hair colored before they go. Because colored hair stands out. People notice that a lot more. And after I think about it, I should have I did Kendall's hair. Because she was she I told was you that. I know. Whoa, whoa. But, and she told me that you said you didn't want to do it. Yeah. I've been meaning to tell you. said that. Yeah, I did. That makes me sick. Because <laughs> I was angry at Kendall the whole time. Yeah. And, she, and, and I, but at the same time, I already had in my mind like what I wanted to do. And, and back it, then, I was like, I was already prepared mentally what I wanted to do. Well, let me go ahead and tell them. Kendall, Kendall is a barber. She recently just graduated. And Kendall, Kendall colors her hair many different colors, and she's used to a mohawk fade, yeah, she's really tapers. Really color. Yeah, she does all kinds of hair haircuts on herself. And at this time, she had like lime green hair. It was crazy. It looked good. It, <laughs> she, and she didn't have a haircut, though. And I was like, Jordan, you need to cut her hair because it stands out. It sticks out. It's, it's different from everybody else's. Yeah. I didn't know that you didn't want to do it. And when she told me that, <laughs> yeah. I was like, Jordan. Yeah, the first time I actually said no to something. And, yeah, and I was like. You said yeah. no to me. I'm the one sitting there telling y'all. And yeah. you're like, nah, man, I ain't going to do it. Yeah, I was, I was just scared, bro. That's all it was. I was just comfortable with what I already knew in my mind that I wanted to do. So I, I didn't have to think about it. Well, if you look at these cook, if you watch these cooking shows and cooking competitions, the people that take the biggest risk is, is usually the ones that, are, that win. Yeah. Even because it's, it's all or nothing, you know, and, and everything, everything is a risk. You know, showing up to the competition is a risk. You can cut somebody, whatever. Why not take the biggest risk you can yeah. and make it happen? And that's something I learned. So from now on, I'm always going to take the biggest risk. We're going to see. No, nah, for real. <laughs> for real. Because ever since then, uh, at all, all the other competitions, I always went big on every single one of them. Or tried to. Like at the one at the OG's Barbershop. And you were more successful. Yeah. And you stole my idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the reverse fade the reverse fade on one side and then the regular fade on the other you side you know it's crazy I was cutting my son's hair that day that that same day because we were having it and I was like let me cut his hair backwards because so, I put that just, was clean too well I put a design that. in his hair and I wasn't feeling it I was like because I just put a line on the sides yeah. and I was like 
this is too simple. What can I do to make this look great? Because I'm going to a hair show. I got to flex because yeah. I was a judge. So I, had a, I couldn't compete. So I'm like, what can I do to make this look dope? So I just faded it backwards. And was it was it is that your first time doing that yeah or was it complicated a little bit but it was my son so i could smack him around yeah, i was like boy don't move <laughs> smack him a little bit hey there he is lathan the former the former uh former practitioner of the podcast just walked <laughs> by yeah so um it's is there any other elements of barbering that once you got into the shop you felt like you weren't prepared for as prepared for when you were at the school Mm. Let's, let's let's talk about let's talk about managing the money because you didn't get paid at all at the school very very little you got yeah, tipped that took me a little bit to develop a better like a routine to kind of save my money so you just put it in your pocket and money yeah uh, at first I did yeah and then afterwards Jonathan kind of taught me some things that he did so I took a little bit of what he did and kind of made it into why don't you share some of those for the because you you um, know we want to have barbers transition in the yeah. shops or already in shops so listening. I use I use the Square app. Mm-hmm. So for my whenever people pay, I have the little thing they put in your money on your phone, and you swipe the cards and stuff, and you can set it to where it takes out sixty five to seventy percent of what you make, and it automatically puts it into a saving account. Ooh, I didn't know that. Onto the onto the app, yeah. So if you don't, obviously, I still live with my mom parents, but um, I'm I don't need all that money, so I try to mm-hmm. live because you told me you live off half of your means. You know, so you should like, you should live off. I remember watching a video with Shaq, and he was like, "Take what you got." Break it in half. And then he said, take that half and break it into another half. And that's what you should live off. Because I believe that human beings will live off every single dollar they can. And that's why if you're looking at your account and you're wondering, how does my account get to zero? Because you are going to spend every dollar you got because you know you got it yeah. on whatever. Just because you know you got it. Yeah, you just got to separate it. Got to separate it. You either separate it or invest it. Yeah. You take you take part of whatever you're earning. Sorry to interrupt you on everything. No, you're fine. You take part of whatever you're earning and put it into something, whether it's a savings account or maybe it's, you know, whatever you want to invest in real estate, you go get a small property. It doesn't have to be big. You know, the one beautiful thing about barbering is everybody's willing to put a barbershop in their property. Mm-hmm. They know it's going to generate cash flow and it's going to cause people to come and visit the property. And they might have another business next to it that makes it successful. So take take a part of it, a chunk of what you got, and either put it in a savings account or invest it in something. Because if you don't, you're going to spend all that money. It's just na- human nature. You're going to use everything that you got. And that was the biggest problem for me because I love spending money. I, I mean, I still. I mean, the dude's, I, the dude's yeah. bling. Y'all see this man? <laughs> diamonds dancing. Hey, man. I, work, I, work, I think I work. If you work hard for something, I feel like you build a. He's yourself. got diamonds dancing. But, Where's the but, grill at? Is the grill nah, coming soon? No, I don't soon? do grills. No? no? No grills. Okay. That's too hood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pretty boy, man. <laughs> but uh, uh, I used to have a really bad problem spending a lot of money. But I kind of uh, I I like to take out a small amount now. Every month or two, like a hundred, I'll take a hundred dollars out and spend on myself. That's what I do now. You have to. Yeah, you're working hard. You got to show. You know, you got to feel like you. Like I'll. I just don't spend as much. Like I used to spend freaking a thousand dollars. I remember probably like a lot. I used to spend a lot of money. This man had every new pair of clippers that came out. But that's just me being young. I mean, I don't have any responsibilities. That's the reason why. That's a new. That's another question. Like you. When you first started, you bought all these clippers and and trimmers and stuff to try to find what works. When you got into a shop, like, what is your routine with clippers now? Do you feel like you know you were happy with all your purchases, or did you learn what you like, don't like? Like, what do you? How do you feel about your your equipment as a whole? Mm. I know that if I buy a clipper, it's not going to be a traditional lever. I like click levers. You like click levers. I like click levers. I like click levers too. They're good to learn for too. Yeah, very. And uh, it, it makes you keep 
all your your phase kind of more uh what's the word i'm thinking of evenly spread yeah evenly spread and it kind of helps you with you know you don't have to think about it you just click down obviously and just go up as you click, well, I like the magic clips too, but magic clips is the only clipper I'll use that was traditional. I have a gamma. Seniors. Yeah, I have a gamma that I use. Um, I know that the the masters come with like little lines on the side of yeah. it, so that you can measure. But that is a nice tool to have when you first start because you really know, like, and and especially for me as an instructor, okay, take it a click up, take a click down. Like for me, I know where what to tell them, and it registers it, it registers more in their head than me saying, open the lever up halfway, because then you got to like. You know, when when I when I get when bar new barbers come in, they got magic clips. They say they hold the clipper in you one used hand. You tell me about percentage. Yeah, like seventy five percent. They would like twenty five percent. Yeah, <laughs> you just open the lever all the way up and down, up yeah. and down, and then you just kind of eh, like yeah. <laughs> about twenty five percent, seventy five percent, and then I use like twenty five, fifty, seventy five, and then a hundred. That's what you. So me. the click lever is helpful. Yeah. What about your trimmers? Like, how tight are your trimmers? Can you cut like when you first compared to when you first started? Like, do you have them zero gap? Uh, yeah, all my clippers are zero gap. Uh, but. I've learned uh, <laughs> to kind of back them off a little bit. There is a too sharp. Yeah. Because most time, as as barbers, we're going to come back with a razor anyway. Yeah. So why you want to melt somebody's head then hit it with a razor? But a lot of people don't like using a razor sometimes because I feel like uh, some people aren't comfortable using it. It is. It is. It, it is kind of – it took me a little bit to learn how to use my straight razor comfortably. Uh, except for like on a hairline, but on the – on your beard and stuff, it's a little bit easier. Well, as a barber, line. that's something you should practice. Yeah. straight Because a straight razor is really what sets us apart. Like the difference between – cosmetology and barbering is a straight razor mm -hmm. and that's like the one thing license wise that they can't do i know some do it you know and, and in my cosmetology students are like hey i want to shave and like Shh, let's do it <laughs> you know like, why not yeah you know, what, what, what was it hurt yeah like yeah. Yeah, even if you do it at home you know why not learn yeah please please learn how to use a straight razor <laughs> the correct way <laughs> please <laughs> have you ever cut somebody uh yes i have but it hasn't it wasn't like um like a deep cut obviously it's like maybe they had like a scab or like mm -hmm. Uh, so you ain't never sliced nobody. No, I ain't never sliced nobody. I have. Have you? Oh, yeah. I did the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I mean, at least you're being honest. I was, yeah, I was a lieutenant at the police department I work at, and I was shaving his neck. And, uh, you I shave was, people's necks? Yeah, like I shaved. Like the back of their neck or no, the bottom of their Everything. Head? I shave. I do straight razor shave all over. I say, I've never done the See, bottom of the neck. Well, he was, you know, he's a police officer. He only has the mustache. So I was shaving his whole face, and uh, yeah, I was done. That's what makes me sick. Cause I was done. I guess like I got complacent because yeah, I did the whole thing back over again. Yeah, and I was just kind of cleaning it up, and I was shaving a place, and I let the skin spring back before I pulled the razor off and pff, sliced his neck. It was hilarious because <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't funny at the time. Like I felt terrible because you know I'm a professional. Like yeah. this is what I did. The last thing I want to do is slice your neck. Yeah, over. it happens though. Yeah, it's kind of hard. It's know, funny because the chief of police him showed up with bandages on him, and they're like reading me like the rules for uh, malicious wounding in Virginia. <laughs> Like, yeah, am I we're gonna take you in? I'm like, oh gosh. <laughs> Assaulting a police officer oh, capital punishment. Yeah. I never yeah, that's why I don't like doing next, man. It makes me feel uncomfortable. You don't do next. You should I practice. I but I mean a lot of people too, they're a lot sensitive down there too. So a lot of people get razor bumps. But I mean, if they don't ask for it, usually I won't do it. But well, if they ask the for it, I would do it. But it depends on the skin. Is there a, any other service that you don't feel comfortable with yet? Um, facials, doing facials. Mm -hmm. I'm a, I want to add that to. I want to do that. I want to learn how to do. That. I know that Jonathan has a presidential package yes, where he, he does, does facials. The, he does all this. I love the steam machine. That's, yeah, I can buy me one of them too. There's so much stuff I gotta buy. Everything's <laughs> here. We go. Man. Spend more money. I mean, but it's investment. It too. is an investment so, in your career. But it's different between buying yourself just random stuff and then buying yourself for like stuff that's going to invest in your business. Quick question: Where does the steam, the water? Do you fill up like a container in it, or is it yeah, plugged to like a water a, line? It's, like a, it's um. 
I think his is just electric. He just put, fills it up with a bottle of water and it evap like makes it vapor and it blows out this little end of it onto the hot towel. Do you do hot towel shaves at all? Nope. You said that so con like you don't ever want to do them. No, I do, but I just have it. <laughs> I just have it. You ever market them? Have you? Have no, you, I haven't. Why don't you market them? Why don't you put them out there? I feel like um, I feel like I need to go a little bit faster. Because if I put it on there as an hour service and I'm still taking an hour for a haircut, so I'm about to take like an hour and thirty minutes, hour forty five. You think it will take you an hour to shave somebody's whole face? Probably thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. It's not something you want to rush. Yeah, definitely not. No, yeah. I, no, I haven't done a whole facial shave since school, so. What what services do you offer right now? Um, haircut, haircut and beard, and the all the sauce package, which is straight razor, hair uh, hair enhancements, uh, straight razor on the beard, and just a regular. You know, I was gonna add the shampoo to that one too. Like wash the hair before. Do you do enhancements on a lot of your clients? Uh, as far as like the two forty five enhancements, I don't. But I use a lot of high, I'll use a lot of hair fibers on people, just like a little, little dab of hair. Do fibers. people expect it now? Like, do they do they request it? Like, if you were to not do it on somebody, just no, no. I just I just do it just because I like the uh, I like my sharp I like my lines to be sharp. That's one reason why. Yeah. So I just kind of like kind of sets myself apart just a little bit. That, that's a cool thing that I learned. Like enhancements, I know that's a big. Uh, there's kind of an uproar in the community about the use of yeah, enhancements. Yeah, the use of enhancements. Yeah. What do you, <laughs> how do you feel about it? I think. Enhancements are okay if you know how to use them. Some people don't know how to use them. Excessive. They overuse them, like yeah. excessive, and it looks horrible. I'm sorry. This is my opinion. Mm-hmm. The natural look looks good, but you can still put on enhancements and have it look like a natural look. See, I bucked it at first, too. But, like, when you think about guys that have thin hairlines and you, they don't want you to push them back, of course. Yeah. They want to keep as much hairline as possible. For you to be able to give them a full hairline for a day or two, I don't know how long the – the the ink lasts sometimes it's like the extra day the or water two. the two forty five uh, uh, enhancements last probably three or four days and but it's it, waterproof but it's a good thing because if you continue to push them back they're not gonna have a hairline and uh, yeah and it's end up like man my barber can make my hairline look straight even without enhancements I'm like bro he's probably pushing you back or you just got a nice full hairline exactly That's either, it's either one of the two yeah I mean, there's no in between and those perfect hairlines are few and far between yeah that's, that's only I've only cut maybe a handful of people that has actually had a perfect hairline. But those are the ones you can put on the reels, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But most of my people, I I'm, I put a little dab of uh, hair fibers. I like hair fibers more than um than actual enhancements. But I, I like the hair fibers too. But they don't last. Long. They don't last. Long. They're the yeah. day. They're a single day. But they look more real. Like you, it's really easier to hide them that way. That's why um, Devon, he's the one that taught me to put on hair fibers after using enhancements kind of make it look more of a realistic look you said after you use the ink you put some fibers on yeah kind of makes it kind of makes it look less like inky you know, like inky. pain yeah yeah so it kind of looks like a combination of uh, that's cool yeah so he taught me that now actually his, that's what his nice haircuts look freaking spotless <laughs> Devon, <laughs> yeah. i try i messaged him Devon's i try to get nice, him on the podcast today but man he's famous he, yeah he's he's nice he's, he's nice. a celebrity that's my barber out there <laughs> <laughs> yeah we've been on we've been on here for like uh i guess 45 minutes now just talking, man. I know it went by fast. That's tough. <laughs> how do you how do you feel? You feel you feeling more comfortable when you come yes, up every day? Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, I definitely am. Yeah. Uh, I'm definitely not stuttering as much as I used to, and I'm kind of speaking up more. I like that. Yeah, your volume is yeah. everything. Yeah, it's, it's not as you know when I was first doing. I was. Like, I don't ever feel. I never feel like you were bad at talking. You're just a quiet person. You're just. Yeah, I don't. I don't like talking first. Yeah, you don't. You don't just put out empty. Or words. I don't like talking when I don't know any information about something. That's probably wise. Yeah. 
<laughs> so I don't, I don't like giving information about something I don't know what I'm talking about. So that's the reason why sometimes y'all, Craig will talk about something here by Jordan, you know, you got anything to say? I'm like, Uh, I mean, no, not really, because you're just teaching me. I mean, this is my first time hearing stuff like that, too. So It's a flow. It's like, you know, like you pass it. Like you say what you got to say, and then you pass it. And then, you know, you just kind of take turns passing it. And then Craig, Craig says something, and, you know, he wants you to feed off of it. So you try to think of ways to feed off of it just to give consistent content. Because this is content. This is such an easy way to promote content. Like if you are somebody interested in podcasts, it's really – not difficult, especially if you're local. You can always holler at Mitch, but it's really not difficult. You you just record yourself, maybe get a mic. I think Mitch told me his mics. I hate to tell him it was like fifty dollars, and they're really nice mics. I feel like I'm in the studio with Dre right now. So, <laughs> you yeah, know, I, I thought there was more than that. I ain't gonna lie to you. It, it's it's a good way to to promote content. Thirty three hundred. Oh, okay. I only said it went for like 50. Okay. Well, okay. Anyways, well, that's, still not, that's still not bad. You know though. what I'm saying? You get on Wish.com, get you something 30. <laughs> they probably work on <laughs> My bad. We are only the finest at Maypop Media. <laughs> only the finest. Is there anything you got left to say you want to say for Craig? Craig probably going to listen. He's probably tuned in right now. Yeah, he's probably tuned in. I know he's listening, Craig. Um, no, man. This is all I can say is, man, is just go out there, enjoy life, have fun, do what you do. Go Always go what you're feeling. Always give to people. Don't be scared to mess up. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, just stay. Pa- if you have a passion for this, like like I do, Jordan does, and Craig, like hold that passion, carrying it with you through your, and then share that passion. Because when you share that passion with people, people are gonna start to believe that whatever you want to do, you can do it. You you're gonna be able to do it. And if you have an idea to add to this to this barbering community, do it. Because it's probably going to make sure because barbering's been around since the beginning of time. So if you have an idea that you can mix with barbering or cosmetology, it's probably going to work because it's been working for thousands of years. I thought about making a a portable barber chair, which there probably is one, but there I is about making a better There's one. only one that I could find, and it was like it was in England, and it was like three grand. <laughs> that's and crazy. I was and I was going to buy it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, that's that would be a dope investment. That man. is definitely something that we need. Because I used to hate doing house calls, man, and sitting in people's chairs that are like waist level. Oh, and yeah. you gotta like you know, and you don't have good lighting, so it's just like even worse. Yeah, but yeah, I think that would be something dope. A, 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 a portable chair with lighting built into it. That's a freaking dang. That's a genius. I don't know. Dang, we'll see. One day at a time. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Barber College Success, sponsored by Crown Cuts, Crown Cuts Academy, Bristol, Johnson City. Uh, shout out to Craig, who's not with us right now. Uh, Jordan Barr, Am I Fields. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Peace. <laughs>